2: Battle up, up your horse,
1: everybody. It's a brand new week on the Donna and Steve experience. On My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Woo! Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Producer hey, Don McClain is in the house. Hello. What Ooh, up?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, we're going to be talking about the Royals for the next, what, week for sure?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, I believe the Queen is, has begun its her journey to Buckingham Palace. Um, her coffin departed um, Balmoral Castle in Scotland
0: hmm. and
1: is on its way to Edinburgh.
0: <laughs> We're all the to watch Do you <laughs> Edinburgh. go Edinburgh or do you swallow the G and just go Edinburgh?
1: I think it's pronounced different, differently than it looks. Okay. Edinburgh.
0: <laughs> Edinburgh. <laughs>
1: Uh, where she will lie in state, by the way, for 24 hours. I know crowds have lined up to pay their respects as the procession has moved through several of um, small towns, and the funeral will be held one week from today. So, Hmm. crazy.
0: Yeah, it's really, it's really, I have some fun facts about the Queen coming up uh, at 9.15, but yeah, you just keep hearing, seeing tributes and learning more about, it kind of reminds me of, um, so when there was the royal wedding, with Kate and William yeah, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, whatever it was. I remember learning all of the, they gave us a binder because we were broadcasting live for it. And so they gave us this binder. We had long meetings to discuss it. And the binder was, you had to just study it. And it was all of these intricate details about the order of which royal things happen. So this was for the wedding and we knew when the kiss was going to happen and where it was going to happen, when it wouldn't happen before all these things And similar, similarly, you find out that in death as well in marriage and in death, there are all of the, this, you know, this order that they had, like how they had operation London bridge set in place for if, and when the queen passes, here's what will happen. And then since it happened while she was in Scotland, then there was an alternate plan that went into place. It's just the, the structure of which they've thought through everything is, I find, fascinating. I
1: think it's fascinating, too, uh, to that point that now that the queen has died, mm-hmm. Prince Philip will be exhumed, right? Oh, my God. So that what? they are buried side <sighs> by side in the memorial chapel at St. George's Chapel. So
0: Because is he not in that memorial chapel right now?
1: No. Why would he? Be- no. They kept- he was in a
0: holding grave?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's her family's plot. Her mother and father, King George the Sixth, are buried there alongside with her sister, um, Princess Margaret.
2: When did Princess Margaret die? What? Um, It was was in the last. I think it was in the last ten years.
0: I'll find
2: out. Why don't I remember that? Maybe the last five since I've lived here. What? Also, three former kings, uh,
1: George the Third, George the Fourth, William the V. So, since his death, which was 18 months ago...
0: Guys, Princess Margaret died in 2002.
2: Wow. I can't <laughs> believe Never I don't remember trust. that. Time flies, doesn't it? I it mean,
0: really does. When you're having it a good time. Five
2: years ago. 20 years ago, yeah. Sounds
0: like it's better than the last <laughs> five years, probably, since I've been here. It was yeah, two full decades me. ago.
1: no. So, since anyway. since Prince Philip's death, he has been sealed in the Royal Vault of St George's Chapel okay. and royal tradition, getting back to that, did not allow him to be buried in the royal family plot until he could be joined with Elizabeth because she's really the royal. Oh. Right? She's the
0: Correct. She's line. in the bloodline. Yes. Right.
1: So okay, that's his burial. Wait, there's more. Oh. <laughs> his burial is expected to take place shortly after the Queens, which will be a week from today. But then we're gonna so we're this is gonna be going on for quite a while mm-hmm. because then there'll be another ceremony.
0: And it sounds like he's getting second fiddle in all this, so he's probably gonna be in a shallower grave. <laughs> You know, kind of the the worst dirt that's available. She's probably getting like, you know, grade A topsoil and peat moss. Oh, my peat moss. I don't know.
1: The royal peat moss. But that means that Harry and Meghan are going to be hanging around for quite a while because there's all this pomp and circumstance that they've got to get through.
0: Well, and, uh, Oh, I read a little something. Don't you? Don't we all feel like you're just reading a little something or hearing a little something just, in bits and pieces? Yes. There was this talk of, oh, did Prince Charles, now King Charles, ban Meghan from being at Balmoral? Was saying that right, Balmoral, mm-hmm. um, the, where the Queen ended up passing away. But then, as I read, uh, there was much to do about nothing because he was saying only the closest of family, and so Kate Middleton didn't even go. No,
1: it was just blood
0: just why
1: blood blood
0: there will Will be be blood
2: blood. oh god i love Um, that movie (laughs) (laughs) milkshake
0: anyone i haven't seen any of them so i don't know what they mean
1: yeah the lines
0: always um
1: anyway uh following the death of the queen charles he's on a roll not only has he become king he's inheriting the queen's duchy
0: oh yes her corgi that she created
1: um no, her oh. estate, which is worth seven hundred and fifty million dollars, that is tax free.
2: <laughs> um,
0: she did create a dog. Yeah, the she didn't dorkus. want the York, the Dorkies,
2: Dorky. Oh my! She best friend didn't want friend the Dorky.
0: Or wait, she didn't want the corgi to outlive her. And so, uh, when they the last ones passed in twenty eighteen, I believe, then she had a hand in establishing the new breed, the dorky. Oh, dorky, not Dorky. A, yeah, Dorgie a Dachshund uh, Corgi okay. hybrid.
1: My friend has a Dorky, which is a Dachshund Yorkie oh hybrid, and they're gosh, adorable because yes. they have the body of the of the Dachshund, but you know they're furry and wiry huh. like the Yorkie. Oh my gosh, so much! But anyway, the Corgis are going to Andrew, Prince Andrew, and okay. Fergie, so that's where they're going to end up. Go for Fergie kids. of
0: the Black Eyed Peas, though, yes. not actually Sarah
2: <laughs>
1: exactly. Okay, But anyway, this is tax-free, this $750 million estate. That is wow. thanks to a rule that allows assets to be transferred from one sovereign to another. And so his son, William, stay with me, will inherit the Duchy of Cornwell estate, which is valued at a billion dollars. Oh. Crazy. Wow. So he dodges an inheritance tax thanks to that new rule established by the government in 1993, which is designed to prevent the royal family's assets from being diminished if two monarchs were to pass away during a short period. Oh, they're so this is just so fascinating.
0: I have a question. Some
1: people don't care at all. I do. I know. I do too. I'm so interested. I am too. It's just fascinating that we're living. In modern times, and yet this old, archaic, you know, way of living is happening at the Mm -hmm. same time.
0: Yeah, it is sort of interesting. And my understanding of, and I do not mean to be dark here, but I'm just looking at the flow chart of who's in power next, and I know we're up against the clock here, but my understanding is, God forbid, that King Charles passed away, as did William and Kate. I, all right, this is a terrible thing to think of. But would then William's son, all of whatever, seven or nine years old, be the king? Yeah. Yes. Okay.
2: There you go. Kid king.
0: Boy, there's a movie script waiting to be written. Right? <laughs> I'll write
2: it now.
1: Oh, John's yeah. got plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, all right, let's more take on a break. the royals coming up. You've got some fun facts.
0: I do. In fact, think of this. Uh, the queen in power, 70 years. What an unbelievable life that she lived. And so many of the stats that have come out have said, think of all the things that she's seen. There is one thing that the Queen did not witness during her life that would probably matter to us Minnesotans. Hmm. I got a chuckle when I heard this. I'll tell you about it and other fun facts about the Queen. When we return, Donna and Steve on my talk.
1: Walking Good morning. Welcome, Welcome back. Out- Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment and fun facts, too.
0: Things that make you turn. I saw a funny meme over the weekend about the queen, hmm. and it said the queen lived, had a uh, reign, let's call it a reign, a reign of power that lasted for 70 years. We talked about the fact that she sat through 14 different presidencies, all the prime ministers that came and went, all the history that she saw, yet despite her long, successful reign and life, she never lived to see the minnesota vikings win a super bowl (laughs) i thought that's Uh, funny i shared it with a group of vikings fans yesterday that's good they mildly enjoyed it
1: they did win though right they did okay so the vikings fans they were happy
0: okay good, good, good good um so elizabeth was queen for 70 years and 214 days making her the longest reigning british monarch and the second longest reigning monarch of all time. Only Louis XIV of France outlasted her. He sat on the throne for 72 years and 110 days, reigning from 1643, Donna, you might remember this, to 1715.
1: (laughs) You're so funny.
0: Beginning when he was five.
2: You should be on TV.
0: Donna, I used to be.
2: (laughs) You're going to be again. Just don't worry.
0: Okay. Remember that thing you filmed? Oh, that's right.
2: Oh,
0: oh yeah, Ring Nation. That's right. I got some exciting September uh,
2: twenty
0: sixth. September twenty sixth. Yes, oh,
2: indeed. Wow.
0: Oh, we hang on, guys. Incoming text from Mapalanger. Oh, 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 Lord, he's not coming in.
2: All right, okay, well. we don't
0: have Maddie B at nine thirty. Oh
2: no. Oh,
1: now we have no content don do you leaving. have oh my gosh let's can see. we let me look re- at your grid oh it is
2: blank second chance all right romance can i tell maybe? you i had stuff in there
1: and steve moved it i was waiting to hear back from matt so where did he move it
0: i moved to it up the to the top, top. It, it felt like the lead anyway didn't it? you bet come on we'll move we some doing? stuff
1: around don't worry guys
0: and i think i speak on behalf of all of us when i say screw you matt
1: <laughs> oh, okay. okay. So, yeah, it was
0: probably too aggressive. It's Monday.
1: Yeah, we need him. You better be. Yeah, yeah to we him. love yeah.
0: you, Matt. Please continue You're to do that.
1: You're our best back. friend. Thank you.
0: At the time of Elizabeth's death, at least nine out of every ten living human beings had never known a British monarch other than her. That's what makes this such a significant historical, you know, thing that's happening. It, live in front of us is her passing, and the, the the duration, durap of her reign is just so crazy. At least 9 out of every 10 living human beings had never known a, different a British monarch yeah. other than her.
1: That is crazy.
0: How about this? Put me down for a yes queen to Elizabeth being queen for almost 30% of US history.
1: Wow.
2: Yeah.
0: F A Y Q. Put me down for a yes queen. Thank you. The queen Ruled for so long.
1: How that, long did she? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead.
0: That she made her eldest son Charles the longest-serving heir apparent in British history at seventy-three. And you thought you had to wait a long time to get a call back on your job, right? right? <laughs> no but really, amazing. I think that too. I heard Prince Charles speak the other day when he made his initial remarks after the Queen's passing. May I say something? mm Hmm. I think I can count on my hand how many times how many heard times him talk? i've heard prince charles speak
1: oh he he's pretty charming
0: he he's
1: prince charming he he's, I, he is he's very charming,
0: and what I really enjoyed about him he was very eloquent and very well spoken he I love how he talks, how his father spoke, how the queen spoke whatever that Particular accent, accent is mm, that dialect. British. What is it? It's high British. High British. And it's got like, it's just, it's like they yes, never you open mouth. mouths. Yes. Yes. That's my dearest mother. You don't want to walk
2: mother. in going, hello.
0: Yes, it is not that. Oh, blimey.
2: Yeah. Hello? You must be
0: the queen. <laughs> Pleasures all <are> yours. <laughs> <It'd> be <laughs> like,
2: get out of here.
0: But yeah, I really enjoyed hearing him speak.
2: You'll hear it again. Many. Time's over.
0: Put him down for a yes king.
1: Oh.
0: The the queen, as we mentioned, uh, famously loved those corgi dogs, owning over 30 of them in her lifetime. I think that's so cute. Dating back to the first royal corgi, could have workshopped the name a little longer, Dookie, D-O-O-K-I-E, in (laughs) 1933. She didn't know at that time that it would go on to being crap. Her last (laughs) Corgi died in 2018. She didn't want to breed any that would live on after she died. So she moved on by getting those two dorgies, the crossbreed between a dachshund and a corgi, that the queen is credited with inventing. You know what I would like at this time in my life? And she just creates a dog.
1: Okay. <laughs> well she drunk You can <laughs> Well, I, you run- I said uh, she was always uh, rocking at least a .08, <laughs> right? Donna. She always said that she, was, she had a drink with like
2: every meal. Okay. Even like, in the morning. She just lived in a steady yes. buzz. I mean, yeah, You don't have to really do anything. You know, I mean, you got to do a lot <laughs> of things, but...
0: Driving isn't one of them.
2: Yeah. And she did drive, though. What? But not drunk. No.
1: No, she would. You'd see her in her truck, and didn't you watch now, The Crown? Prince Philip. Yeah, on the other but hand. that was
0: way back. I mean, she probably hasn't driven in the last forty years. That
1: could be. All right, you can't bury the lead. This What's is the, the most lead? interesting thing about this. Okay. okay, this tradition goes back centuries, where the royal bees, B E E S, have been informed of the queen's death. So. This dates back centuries where the royal beekeeper visits the hives to tell the bees in hushed tones that Elizabeth has passed on and King Charles is their new master. They also place black bows on the hives and ask the bees to be good to the new boss. There is a superstition that if you don't do this, the bees could leave the hive, stop producing honey, and die so you knock on each hive and you say the mistress is dead but don't you go your master will be a good master to you
2: true story
1: true story because it was in the daily mail thank you Oh, sure
0: but it doesn't okay it's a true story but it doesn't make what the story is suggesting necessarily true
1: fine maybe
0: it's true but maybe not
1: good morning we're back Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. everything entertainment. Steve, I've got your next uh, your next book.
0: Oh, what do, what do you mean by this? Well, you know what I would want to read next? I think so. Okay.
1: Your buddy Kelly Rippa has a new book
0: out. Pre-ordered already.
1: Okay.
0: I uh, don't know. Th- when does it come? I feel like it comes out September 25th.
1: <sighs> like you don't know the exact date. I say come Donna. now, the 27th.
0: Live Wired. Live Wired, yeah.
1: Long-winded short stories. Wow, that could be the name of your book.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is how I feel. (laughs) I know. I was hoping... I was watching her her book tour, and I was hoping that she was going to come to the Twin Cities. I think right now she's doing like six cities, and I think Chicago is kind of her Midwest location, if I'm remembering. I'm really looking forward to the book, though. I like any... Any memoir from someone in the broadcasting industry, I like knowing some of the ins and outs of how they got to where they are. And I'm sure it won't be all career-focused, right? She obviously on live shares a lot about her family. But from soap opera time to sitcom time to uh, the number one show in daytime, opposite, you know, landing that gig opposite Regis after a long search, uh, I think it's ripe for a whole lot of good stories. So I'm looking Hmm. forward to that.
1: Okay, the the thing that caught my attention was how yes. she blacked out during sex with Mark Consuelos, what? And woke up in the ER. No. Yeah, she says that this incident came 1 year into her marriage to mark and six months after the birth of their first child she said it was 1997 of course we're getting little morsels of the book right now yes right and you know they were they were you know doing their thing and she suddenly went unconscious next thing she knows she's waking up in the emergency room the diagnosis was two ovarian cysts Mm. And she said, you know, my eyes were shifting between the images on the screen, the remnants of my own ovarian tormentor and Mark happily snacking away. (laughs) He's sitting there asking for a second apple juice. She's like, he could have been at a movie or a spa. Instead, I'm flat on my back wondering where the other two cysts will burst.
2: (laughs) This was Uh (laughs) a hilarious story. I loved it. Did, Did you I apologize what he dressed her in? Oh, well, no. she said she looked like a dime store uh, yeah. hooker. It was like a a leopard skin bodysuit. <laughs> like he just, you know, like a leotard type bodysuit and then some track pants and then some, some really nice, um, what are the
0: red Manolo Blahniks?
2: Yes, exactly. Mm. So that's what she was wearing. That's funny.
1: Oh, and she had a funny name for him too. <laughs> Oversized track pants and bleep me Manalo's. Wow. Oh God, That's funny. I'm going to read this book, too, when you're done with yours. Donna. Come on, share. What are you going to do with it?
0: She says, there he is, speaking of Mark in the hospital room, there he is happily munching on the saltines now oh. and ordering a second, second apple, apple juice.
2: juice. <laughs> I could have done without the munch word. <laughs> oh, sorry, Dawn.
0: Oh, you don't like that word. I don't
2: mind Here's munch. Nice. Munch isn't bad. Because- what about
0: you know a word I don't like when it in regards to food is noshing.
2: Oh. Yeah, I don't like that bar. either. What about I hate I can't even really say it but I'll just nibble. Ew, nibble.
0: There Gross. used to be a commercial <laughs> when I was a kid.
2: God, I hate descriptive words about food.
0: And this commercial, I remember it so I feel like five. What a strange memory. And it that had a jingle that went Get a nibble, nibble. Oh. Do you remember that? Does anybody remember what that was a commercial for? I wonder if I could find that.
1: It reminds me of somebody like nibbling on your ear. Yeah, it's, oh. it
2: just reminds me of some weird old guy nibbling on you. Ew, why is it an old guy? I don't know. <laughs> oh,
0: hey, it was 1987. It was Wendy's. Some old
2: British guy.
0: Okay, may, I feel like maybe Wendy's? we've talked about this oh, before. maybe I can
2: pull it here, up on YouTube. Here, I'm
0: gonna No, I got it for you. Stand okay. by. I'm going to put it yeah. in. Oh, my gosh. This is helping my life to See, fuel, we're filling
2: the it. time without Matt oh, we don't Matt. Look at this. I like
0: I said, guys, screw you, Matt. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. there again. Nobody All jumps right. in, and I sound really mean. <laughs> it's okay. Here we uh, this go. This is the 1987 Wendy's commercial.
2: Let me go to the beginning. Okay. Get a nibble nibble. Give a little nibble
1: Give a little nibble <coughs> Wendy's asks
2: It's an old guy Before <laughs> you eat your next
1: hamburger <laughs> any
0: hamburger Taste the meat Ew give a <laughs> <nibble>. <laughs> Is it dry and chewy? <laughs> Wait, <Away> Wait <from laughs> juicy Is it bland? Or is it tasty? Give a little nibble. <laughs> no other hamburger has Wendy's hot and juicy I mean, they tasty. really drew it the out, too. The more you, know you love others. others. The, more you'll love Wendy's.
1: the more you nibble so, others.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you Yeah, yeah
1: the that's more, the last yeah, line. The more you nibble others.
0: The more you'll love Wendy's. I don't get yeah, I miss old-timey commercials.
1: Oh, well, you should listen to uh, Jason and Alexis. Yeah, we they play, play them all, all the, the time.
2: time. <laughs> we have an open for it. Can we hear it? Oh, is it? that right? Can, oh, well,
0: well, this Hold is on. Donna. You know, don't get us a, in a.
2: Jason has like four thousand opens, or what are you complaining about then? Um,
0: <laughs> don't let's get see. us in trouble uh, before exactly. Project Dirty even starts. What is starts. that
2: called when we play that?
0: A bumper open no, old timey classic general. classic commercials.
2: And now from the seventies
1: or 80.
0: Here I'll do it in Rocco's now. voice with his help. And now it's a classic commercial. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh shoot! And uh, now. Uh, Yeah, a classic. another classic commercial from like Bronco the 70s Rocco sounds nasally 80s.
0: in your head, doesn't he, Donna? I heard you go like, hello.
1: No, I think that's just me. Oh. I'm nasally. People <laughs> yes, are always like, do you have a cold? Up, I'm like, it's... no, I'm just Midwestern now. Yeah, every time I see Donna, she's like,
0: oh, get away from me with your COVID. If I had a nickel for every time she said that to me over the last two years. By the way, Donna, I did come home and test last Friday. Negative. I mean, just dripping. Dripping. Leakage. You know what I'm the, saying? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's that season. Sneezing you know? like a
0: beast. I'm taking allergy medicine. Nothing yeah, works. Everything's
1: wet. It's so gross. Sick mud. Yeah. All right, All
0: right. So I have a, uh, a little bit of daytime talk news as well. So Kelly Rippa's book, Live Wired Long Winded Short Stories, comes out September 27th. I read an article yesterday about Kelly Clarkson and how, you know, she's really this week. This week is premiere week for a lot of fall oh, shows. Oh,
1: yes, it is.
0: Including the Kelly Clarkson show, who is taking over Ellen's spot. Variety did a write-up on her, and uh, they were just talking about how this has been that coveted time slot, right? It was Oprah, and then Ellen took over the Oprah spot, but why this is so critical for affiliates all around the country is in most markets where they have Kelly Clarkson placed in the day, which is right around 4 p.m., they are hoping that that is the positive, strong lead-in for their evening news, news, which is where the majority of advertising dollars are spent. Right. So these affiliates, news directors, program directors, all over the country, in Philly, in Topeka, wherever, they're all hoping that she delivers the same sort of tune-in relative to what television audiences are like now uh, that Ellen did, that Oprah did. But Kelly in this is like, look, I love both of them. I love Ellen. I love Oprah. They were both so great, but they were both so different from each other. And so, and both were successful. So my hope is that I can just go in and be fully Kelly, different from Ellen, different from Oprah in my own way. And hopefully, you know, she's aware of like the, the pressure and the the weight of being in that time slot. Um, but her hope is, look, just go in, do the thing that I do. And hopefully, right. uh,
1: yeah. Listen, it all goes well. She's already proven herself to be extremely capable and extremely likable. Right. In the way in the same way that Oprah and Ellen were and I I'm just I just it's been really interesting to watch her career and where it's gone and still be able to be seen as such a powerhouse singer. And now to conquer daytime like that, that's amazing.
0: And she talked about some new shows that are going to be joining Daytime, including Sherry Shepard, who is taking over for Wendy Williams, and Jennifer Hudson, a fellow American Idol alum who's going to be doing a show. And she was like, and by the way, I just want to like say, because people are trying to pit us against each other because that's an easy thing to do, oh, two Idol stars whose talk show will be more successful. Right. And she's like, look, there's room for all of us. And that is how I have always... Yay, Kelly Clarkson. Because when you find out about people... Broadcasters who are competitive or it, let your ego get in the way of oh, but she shouldn't be there because I'm here. He shouldn't be here. He's going to threaten me here. I just think who's got time? There's plenty of flavors. Baskin Robbins, 31 flavors, I think. Just be a different flavor. There's room for everybody at the table and let the audience make up their mind. But what an exhausting way to live com- with I a competitive agree. mindset. I don't I have agree.
1: that. I have a friend who is like that, like keeping up with the Joneses. A couple of friends and I'm like. I, that doesn't even occur to me. I don't look at someone else's house and go, "Oh, they have a nicer house than I do. I need, I need to step it up." Like you do, you right?
0: You do you. only you. feel that way after you watch an HGTV show, and then as you oh, say, I'm like, I, think "I live you're...
1: in a garbage house." <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm disgusting. I, yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, we were at a friend's house on Saturday night. We had a uh, went over to our friends Nick and Abby, and we had multiple couples there they have a nice pool in their backyard it was great the kids like just swam their little heads off but you ever walk in someone's house and i've said this to her before so she knows this but whose house is just so exquisitely designed Mm -hmm. she's an interior designer you know and it's like all of her house you're like oh that looks gorgeous that's fantastic where'd you find that light i've never even seen a coffee table that looks that cool are those slip covers on the couch? Yep. Why do they work so well? The whole thing. It was just so, it was like a curated space. But you know what was great? Is that as nice as the house looks, her hospitality and like nonchalance about having people over and oh mess that up. Sit right there. Who cares about that? Don't clean anything. We'll get it. Is is a wonderful mixture. You know mm, what I mean? Because yeah. often it's like if you got the pretty house, then when people come over, you're uptight the whole time. You've I've been to someone's house before where it's like it would have been great if they had just chilled out a little more right? and enjoyed right. Instead like sit of down so- don't
2: worry about it if yes. you spill it'll get cleaned this up this is the way Don is at her cabin when I go up there with her Thanks, Dawn. she's like don't worry about Who it th- oh right. That's right you know
1: my friend's dog peed at my cabin I'm like it's just pee it's not like it's not acid <laughs> you know what I mean like you didn't burn the house down don't worry about it it'll get cleaned up thank
0: you all this is why you should run for office. <laughs>
2: wow, that's a grand that's
1: leap a, there. Yeah, you're the leader term. we
0: need right now, no, Donna.
1: I'm not. Donna. I don't have any leadership qualities whatsoever. Well, clearly. not to mention, <laughs> they, they would
0: dig into your past, and we'd all become privy yeah, to a whole bunch of skeletons. Right. We can't do this.
1: You would be, you know, shrapnel.
0: <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> show goes off the air. What
1: did I do? Totally. It's like, eh, it's Donna. All right, all right. I got to go. No, No, Donna, stay. We're not even done with the first hour. I'll stay. Here's the deal. Uh, There's a celebrity who got stuck in an elevator.
0: Oh, Lord, I hate this.
1: And filmed the whole thing. It's fantastic. Oh. We'll link it up, yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you who it is when we come right back on My Talk 107.1. Good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you guys listening to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 107.1. Everything Entertainment.
0: Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh?
1: You, you see in you. It's Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and
0: party tonight. Oh,
1: oh, oh, oh. I have a question. Alrighty. Have you ever been
2: stuck in an elevator? Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
0: There was a probably five-year stretch of my life where I was very af- afraid of that reality oh. and I would take the stairs. Mm. Only went to an elevator if absolutely necessary and was so scared. I was probably like, I don't know, 8 to 12 or 13, something like that.
1: Mm, I I go through a weird period where, not period, a a weird thing when I approach an escalator Mm. because I'm really afraid like my scarf or my hair is going to get caught in the thing on the bottom. you over
2: it at the end
1: like a gazelle. I used to do that with my mom. I would jump. It was like my favorite thing to do. But uh. I just picture myself blacking out, falling down. My hair gets oh, caught what? in the thing. I can't be stopped. Half my head comes Your off. High heels yes. stuck in it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Anyway, let's, I digress. Let's go back <laughs>
0: away from that dark thought. Anna
1: Kendrick got stuck in an elevator and she started filming. It's really a cute video. Um, I guess she was at a film festival and she said, ah, oh, this is on her Instagram. Ah, the classic. I'm behind schedule at this film festival because I had to be rescued from an elevator excuse. <laughs> uh, so it's her. I mean, it is packed, you guys. I'm counting 9, 10, 11, 12. 12- There's got to be at least 15 people in this elevator. Oh, no. um, did you watch any of the videos? I've got it linked up. It. It's linked yeah. up on the uh,
0: it's Donald Steve next page.
1: I, it doesn't seem like everybody wants to be in the video.
2: Oh, but... I have to watch it a second time and find out. Who so this is
0: not wants. like her her team. No, her I don't think team. she.
2: I think she knows like one or two people.
0: Oh my oh gosh, just too proud.
2: Top,
1: what's happening? Yeah, they have to. They had to put a ladder through a hole uh-huh. in the top and then had to climb it. She looks had to, to climb gorgeous, out of an though.
2: elevator. Um the, one of the theaters I used to perform at—it was a very old building—and sometimes it would stop between the floors, yeah. and the doors would open. And you're like, "Okay, well, I guess I got to crawl out of this." Oh my god, wow. that is terrifying. <laughs> when I, uh, oh my
0: gosh, this video—the I mean, show
1: must go on, Donna. I know you're right. When I worked on in New York, the our our transmitter was on top of the Empire State Building. So the engineer said, hey, do you want to come with me? I got to go up to the transmitter. And I said, sure, I'll take a ride. You get to a certain point where you take normal elevators. And then in the last the last stretch, you're basically in a crank elevator at the top of the Empire State Building. And I was just like, you know, like a cage shut. Oh, my God. Yes. And you can see between floors, and I'm like, "What have I gotten myself into?" It's like die Hard. Oh my god, scary, <laughs> super scary. Anyway, was she's he creepy? Totally... Was he like, "Oh I yeah, no. come up to
2: the no stop with me"? Knife. He's cool. Okay, uh, a wow. little. Yeah, you know what? Maybe a little. Yeah, I mean, think <laughs> about this, Donna.
1: You're right,
0: guys. I just finished the whole video. Holy cow, that I is lo- <laughs> a really intense situation.
2: Isn't it fascinating? Oh my gosh. Like, and with the mirrors, it looks like they're like. 7000 people in there yes
1: that's true it does
2: it does
0: oh boy anyway so it's kind of cool if
1: you're just joining us we're talking about anna kendrick on instagram she was stuck in an elevator with a lot of people at a film festival but they rescued they rescued them
0: and that's a good reminder for anyone listening to always go to the bathroom you never want to enter an elevator having to pee
1: a good reminder indeed thank you thank you steve this has been a public service announcement On behalf of the Donna and Steve experience and now this so the cost of attending one of the top American universities is now going to be covered for students whose parents earn less than a hundred thousand dollars per year talking about Princeton University this is amazing you guys they just announced this week that families in that income bracket will no longer pay any cost to attend the school. So, previously, only families earning less than 65000 received full financial aid coverage. Now, over 25% of the undergraduates, 1,500 students, are going to get financial aid that covers full cost of tuition, room and board, at full price. We're talking $80,000 a year.
0: I caramba.
1: Isn't that incredible?
0: That's wild.
1: And they're also going to, um, Steve, I'm especially telling this story for you because you've got four Four. kids that potentially (sighs) will be going to college
0: and possibly getting married and on the hook for some portion of that.
1: Doesn't really seem like you thought this out real well.
0: They're just so expensive, children. I mean, they're just expensive. You know what I mean?
1: I sure do. Just I would say medical costs alone. Not even talking food on well, the table. Well, how about this?
0: I mean, every time you go to a grocery store, there's four extra mouths that Lou and I are thinking about. that You got to buy stuff for. And then clothes. You got to buy stuff for and them. And they grow
1: out of it. It's not like you're buying them clothes and like they're good for 5 years.
0: Now, luckily, we go to like, you know, Once Upon a Child, sure. and uh, Addie just got a hand-me-down bag, which was great of clothes, so we're we're always open to that. Anybody have hand-me-downs, send them our way. It's just, those, they get so expensive. And then I think of these families who have full-grown children, so as they get closer to college age, where you're thinking about those expenses, imagine if you have like four junior higher slash high schoolers, and boys who notoriously are eating like a lot wolves.
1: They eat so much. They're I mean, this is how that. you
0: go and yeah. you're like, "All right, I'm at the grocery store. Let's get six gallons of milk for this week because these boys are like, I need protein <laughs> and I gotta load up. I, <laughs> calcium helps <laughs> it <at> slow release. <laughs> it's, it's so expensive. Steve. They're
2: already in CrossFit, right? <laughs> how much? Can I ask you, Steve?
1: Absolutely. How much? How much milk do you go through?
0: So much. Like
1: if you go to the store, what are you...
0: Don't ever just bring home a gallon. Don't, don't, be, don't do that. Wow. Why we would you do that? We have different
2: types in our fridge. Wow. Okay. We can, what, what types do you
0: have? We can relate with this.
2: Sure. I have... Uh, mine is cashew milk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unsweetened. 30 calories a cup. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then we've got um, just skim milk, regular skim milk. Okay. For the older son, and then we have lactose-free milk for MC and his other son. Okay,
0: so we have lactate.
2: and then we have a lot of simply orange orange juice. If that runs out, crisis. Well, you better go to the store at midnight. I should have taken a picture of my refrigerator today. You guys would die if
1: you saw
0: how it probably looks like food. you're moving out.
1: It does. It does. <laughs> One time, a friend was over. She goes, "Where's all your food?" And I go, "That is all my food."
0: We have, yeah, at any given moment, there's lactate, yeah. there's 2% milk, and there is oat milk, which is what works well with Dev, because he's got reflux, blah, 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 yes. yada, yada. We have, like, four things of oat milk right now. And then you throw in, like, a couple gallons of half and half, oh, and then yeah. Lou's got creamer. I mean, your fridge, you got a couple things in your fridge that are almost filled just with dairy and dairy and pressure. a whole
2: shelf. Yeah.
0: It's just... A lot. So, like, They're what expensive. are we
1: talking? Like, grocery bill? Oh, like w- one trip? Oh, oh, like are they- you talking three hundred dollars?
0: Well, I mean, Lou went to Costco the other day, and she said, Love "Oh, Costco. it was a lot." I'm I don't know what that meant, but I'm imagining that it was based on the haul, probably north of five hundred dollars. <gasps> wow. But you can very easily go to Target, and you know, like for like a weekly thing. And it be two or three hundred dollars, depending on yeah. what you're getting.
2: Damn. I think it's, every time he goes, just... because we separate everything. Like yeah. I have my own; he has his own. It's usually two fifty or something a week. Okay, Whoa. something like that. That's for the three of them. Crazy. But he has to have you know special chicken that's been organic. Roasted. I mean, it's all done and prepared. And oh, oh, got it, got it. He's one walls. of those. Okay, <laughs> okay. Cool. I used to live with one of those. One of those. I'm like, why would you do that when we could just we buy have chicken bag of chicken in the house? I know. It's kind of like what you would say, but he just likes the ease of it. I get it. He just likes to heat it up with some jalapeno cheese, put it on a flat bun <laughs> and two pickles. That's his lunch every day. Call it a day.
0: No right. Donna, this there are people like me who then look at people like you and think, I wonder what they do with all their extra money.
1: Yeah, there is none. That's the the thing.
0: (laughs) Isn't it amazing? No matter where we are, you
1: guys, do you understand? That multi level house is killing me. Yes, I understand. And I'm too lazy to move. (laughs) So I just decide to starve. All right. Sorry about. I the do.
0: Talking. I need to get over to your house. Remember, I almost drove by and surprised you a couple yeah, uh, of no weeks surprises. ago. Yeah, no surprises.
2: We don't like that.
0: Of a little pop in on a Saturday, Stevie Boy at your door, ding dong. Mm-hmm. She would
2: She'd look out the people and be like, "Nope, yeah. nope, the witch is dead." <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Don McLean. We love you. Thank you so hey, much. I'll
2: see you on the 26th. Oh, oh a have a
0: trip. wonderful trip. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. Best oh, vacation Delaware. Ever. This
0: time of year, you're oh. gonna love it.
1: <laughs> no, that's me.
0: Uh, <laughs> DJ Rock Lobster coming in next. We got a dirt alert and some music news next on my talk.